0: This week's episode of The Last Refuge I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands And with me I have
1: Bizdira Kid, Briette
0: And Flick Last week the party came back together After a grueling day of spreading the good word of the surface They shared their trials and tribulations with each other Or in Kit's case the story of her delightful day With an awesome new friend <laughs> out in nature <laughs> after, a, after a good night's sleep The party leveled up and decided to go out and do a bit of busking to make enough money to get their shop on. How will our adventure's very first public band performance ever go? Will they make enough money to be able to afford some exciting new magic items? And what nefarious shenanigans do I have in store for them when their guard is at its lowest? Let's find
2: out! Hey y'all! Hello.
3: <laughs> hey. Hello. You said Hello. That How we
2: I gotta test out some dice now. <laughs>
3: Cut to the scene from Clueless, where Cher's just, like, walking out of that shop with all the bags on her elbow. That's going to be Flick in just a moment. That was absolutely what I had in my head when I said get there, shop on. Yeah, shop on. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: How we doing? It's been 20 minutes, but how we doing?
2: Good. Good. Good.
0: Ready for this? I'm excited for this. And I know that we have our, you know, requirements of banter, but, like, also we have a lot to do, and we can't do more than one episode now to complete it all, so uh, yeah. forgive me, listeners, but I think we might hop straight in.
3: I think so. Let's do it. Well, I uh, wanted to talk. So, the-
0: well, too bad. The very first thing that happens is that uh, you all wake up and feel stronger. So uh, obviously your your level-up training has been happening over time. Uh, so we'll do our, our little level-up montage like we usually do. Uh, but just remember, this doesn't all have to have happened like in the last 24 hours. This is stuff that you've been doing for a while to train for your new skills. So uh, And we'll keep them quick. Who wants to start? Uh, Flick, do you want to start us off then for right now and let us know? First of all, what do you get at this level? What You took a level in which of your classes? I took
3: a level in Bard.
0: Okay, Um, and what do you get at 4th level
3: Bard, 5th level Bard? 5th level Bard, no. And uh, at 5th level, I get Font of Inspiration, so I get my Bardic Inspirations back at the end of a short rest, and I um, attribute that to all of my practicing. I've been, you know, any moment that I get, I, you know, just try and um, have my pan flute um, you know, working on my embouchure and things like that. Um, but God, then, just full of inspiration at all times. At all times, um, I try to live that lifestyle. And then, mm. on top of that, I get new magic, which is very exciting. Finally, have access to third level spells. Yeah, um, and I chose a spell for. Um, My Bard spell. I've actually been spending a little bit more time attuning to the Shimmer Scale lately. Um, I chose a Divination spell, Clairvoyance. Oh, que fancy. Clairvoyance.
0: All right. All right, all right. And I think the Shimmer Scale does the level two Shimmer Scale stuff, or tier two Shimmer Scale stuff, gives you probably
3: some... Some it upgrades to your. My, it doubles the duration if there is a yeah. duration, and something else. I can't. But it, something else. I don't know. And it doesn't it take a spell slot so or something
0: like that. I can't remember,
3: but something, something along like those that. lines.
0: Fantastic! I love that. All right, so you've just been uh, you've been hanging out with the Schumer Scale a little bit because uh, we definitely didn't forget that that's a magic item that is important and existed for sure. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and great! I love that. You have learned some of more of its secrets. All right, uh, does anyone else want to do their level up montage now?
2: I can because I don't think that mine happened. I think I've been working on mine.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um,
2: so I uh, get my proficiency bonus. My sneak goes up to five d six. Ooh. Ah. Uh. Um, and also, I get magical ambush starting at ninth level. You are hidden from a creature if you are hidden from a creature when you cast a spell on it the creature has disadvantage on any saving throw it makes against the spell this turn so um what i have been working on i have only two spells of this effects um so uh i i use this mostly on bizdera once in a while on flick never on (laughs) kit Um, So I've been (laughs) using it as um, charm person. So once in a while, like if I want like Flick to get me a glass of water, I'll use it as charm person and I'll like hide from him and then try to charm him.
3: Does Um, Flick refuse you water a lot? Or like... uh, (laughs) Yes, He does, okay. He's just an asshole.
2: Um, And then what I do mostly on Vizdira is Tasha's hideous laughter.
1: (laughs) I was gonna say, please don't say it's charm person because I feel like there would be PTSD yeah. with Bizdera and yeah, charm no. person. No, I'm gonna yeah, go ahead sure.
2: and do Tasha's hideous laughter on you. So I'm gonna be using my new sneak to be even sneakier, and then I'm gonna um, cast that on you. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna try it right now. So it just, oh wait, no, it's a save right for you. So yeah,
0: are you well.
1: within five feet of me? Um no. <laughs>
0: no, and also we're gonna need, you need to make a dexterity stealth check to see if you are hidden from her, because otherwise this, this wouldn't this this, this uh, new ability wouldn't matter.
2: Um that is going to be a
1: twenty-eight.
0: Okay, Bizdira, you can make well, uh, yeah, go ahead and make a wisdom perception check, Bizdira.
1: That's a seventeen.
0: Okay, so but, you, so you are. She is hidden from you. Yeah.
1: I did roll. Um, what is the save for this?
0: It's so a Wisdom yeah. save, wisdom and you're gonna save. roll it with disadvantage.
1: Motherfucker. <laughs> you can keep that I first literally, roll, but I crit on no, my roll. Well,
0: no, you didn't though.
1: <laughs> I crit failed on this one.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> This couldn't be a more perfect use of this new ability. So, Bizdira, you just hit the floor and start laughing. Okay. Is this how you wake Bizdira up?
2: I think so. I also, because we feel (laughs) stronger when we wake up, I think I wake up and I kind of am like what was in that drink I had last night? And I'm like looking through the cups and stuff. That's all I have. So
0: then you go, you sneak around and hide behind, uh, you know, underneath Buzdira's bed and reach your arm out from underneath and cast it on her. And you just hear Buzdira start laughing and then a thud as she rolls out of bed laughing. And
2: then I'm going to look at uh, Flick and Kit and I'm going to say, I hope she wasn't dreaming about the person she killed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yo! All right, who's next on our level up montage? Yeah, move along. Um, I'll go next. Alright, do it, Kit.
4: Um, So at level 9, I get um, a 5th level spell slot. Um Woo-hoo! Very fifth
0: exciting. 5th level.
4: <laughs> um, so something. I think that mostly what Kit has been doing um, in order to get stronger and prepare for this has been... Just playing with her magic a lot and casting a lot of spells, not necessarily um, because they were necessary, but just like for fun and to see how she could extend it in new ways. So I think you saw her like summoning, which we saw the left in my solo episode, like summoning some fun little elementals and beings and blah blah blahs just to like come along and help um, and just generally that sort of thing um, so that she can now cast her magic in new and exciting ways
0: I love it. Um, and all three of you ladies at ninth level uh, do also get an increase to your proficiency bonus, which is, of course, thrilling and exciting for all of us. Um, all right, and then, Bizdira, you said you wanted to wait until we got to the, the town square?
1: Yes. Um, but okay. I... So, okay. is there a fountain in the town square?
0: I mean, I, I think there is. Okay, good.
1: So... <laughs> I've I've actually been thinking about this too. So what I want to do is I want to have Bizdeer be distracted by something as they're walking through to find a good uh, busker location,
0: and then stretch.
1: Yeah, and then I want—I don't—I don't don't really care who it is, but someone needs to notice that I'm suddenly just like walking across the surface.
0: Of the water. Why don't the three of you make perception, wisdom perception checks? So we have, uh, just to catch us up uh, with Bhizdira's brain, we have now left home and gone to the town square to look for our good busking location. So we, yes. off we go uh, off into we go. the city. Uh, so you're there and let's check these whiz- these perception checks flick. Uh, That's a 14. Okay, Kit?
4: How are we feeling about passive today?
0: <laughs> I'll take passives.
4: <laughs> 19. <laughs>
0: there there is, is, 16. My
2: passive is right. 14.
0: Okay, so Flick and Kit both notice uh, Bizdira is suddenly walking across the water in this fountain, as do several other passersby.
1: I applaud for her. And she's just like, huh? And she looks around, and then she looks down, and then she sinks
0: just a little bit. I was like, just going to say, if you stop, you're going to fall. <laughs> yeah.
1: And she's like, huh, that was new. And then she's going to get out and like shake out her feet. Perfect.
0: All right. Yes, so you now have the ability to uh, walk on uh, water, on liquids.
1: Water and uh, vertical surfaces.
0: And you can run up walls. Yes, Yes. You can.
1: I can't wait I to say, play with that one. Uh,
0: because we have seen other actual plays run into this problem. Being able to walk on water does not—or or, liquids—does not mean that you're not touching the liquid. So, if, for example, you try and run across a vat of acid, you're still touching acid. Just for the record.
1: Good to know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any, do you get anything else at this level? Do you get a, a, a speed increase or anything?
1: No, no speed increase. No, it's just that, and you know, a just key that. And- Right,
0: and a key point in your proficiency bonus. So, yeah. Yep. All right, so we see Bhizdira walking across the water of this fountain. And, uh, when uh, I see
2: that, no knowledge whatsoever, but when I see that, um, I'm going to uh, hand her, like, I'm going to scoop up a glass of water, and I'm going to hand it to
1: her. I'm going to say, you want to make this into wine? And Bhizdira's literally going to look at me like, okay, and she's going to try <laughs> said so Jesus. hard.
0: I did. I did. She's
1: just, she's going to concentrate on it really hard and concentrate. And then she's, she's going to accidentally just evaporate the water because like she's oh. using like, like a little bit of fire from like her burning hands or something like that. And just like sure. evaporates it. And it's like, when it's gone, she's going to look up at and say, does that count? <laughs>
0: No, she wanted wine, not what's left of the wine after she's given it to you.
1: She wants wine, not steam.
0: (laughs) Right, right. All right, I love it. All right, so that's all of y'all's level ups. Now you have found the perfect place to busk. It's in the middle of like a little marketplace. It's near the fountain. Uh, Are you putting, is Frosty's hat your collections collections cup? No. I mean, shouldn't I wear that? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
1: he should definitely wear that. (laughs)
0: Damn it! I was so close. Uh, <laughs>
3: Someone's
0: not gonna steal that. This, no, I'm, I'm glad that I, I'm hat. glad
2: that we have this now because we don't have the um, debate over who gets the dagger anymore. So I'm glad that we have you stealing the hat from us.
1: Yes. <laughs> there needs uh, to be
0: something. What is your collections plate, then? Just I'm out looking, of curiosity. I'm I is, mean, just, is it a you, bear trap?
1: Yes. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> don't we just uh, have like robes? Like I would probably just pick off like a layer, put it down.
0: Wait, I want to know what kids' idea was.
4: Just just a cup from one of our mess kits. That's weird <laughs> <laughs> than yeah. taking our clothes off. Vizier's taking her
1: clothes <laughs> off and kids <laughs> like, or
4: <laughs> I mean Are we have hot? a bunch
1: of mugs.
2: I have a pot. It's a little bit bigger than a cup. Yeah. And I think I'm that's gonna. Not cool. That's I optimistic.
0: Have, I like that. I
2: have no money, so I'm gonna ask Kit if she would be willing to put a couple coins in first so that people know, like, this is worth This is what they're supposed to do.
4: Sure. Kit will toss sure. a couple of her coins that are useless here into <laughs> wow.
0: the pot. Right. So you put it in, you all get set up, and this ain't no ba. Be- yes, Kit.
4: Oh, I wanna ask my friends. I'm usually a wolf when we have band practice, aren't I? Oh yeah. Uh, so I guess I got a wild shape into a direwolf.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay.
4: <laughs> so many levels of questionable behavior.
3: <laughs> yeah, this is um
0: <laughs>
2: so good. it's quite
3: uh-huh. something.
0: Okay, so you wild shape into a direwolf. The people passing by must be
1: very confused. There's people just like milling about. There's a demon, <laughs> picturing, devil thing. What's it called? Thing. What's the thing
2: There's called? There's suddenly a dire people wolf? Jump off! They go into the city and they like jump backwards off of things and uh, parkour. Oh, is that um, a- parkour! Parkour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> picturing Vizdiera doing that with her banjo. Now that she can.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. I just like start sauntering up the wall as I'm playing,
3: <laughs> and yes, then do a flip. I oh will say. God. I mean, all of that is weird, but man, is it entertaining!
2: I'm gonna. Right. I'm gonna. Also also, I want to put some lights in front, like they're, like the lights at the head of a stage, um, and yeah. I'll cast light on it throughout, so it's a little light show as well.
0: Oh, I love it. One light at a time. Yeah. I love it. Oh, no,
2: I'll help, so it'll
0: be... <laughs> two, two lights <laughs> at a time. Two lights at a time. This is a hell of a show, y'all. Um, I will say, when you first Wild Shape Kit, you you definitely do scare some folks off.
4: I mean, yeah, uh, fair
0: enough. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but you know you're able to you're able to reassure people that in fact uh, you know like you've got two of them right. Yeah. So like I, I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but like worst case scenario, you could like go back and forth once and yeah. be like, no, it's okay. Um,
4: and I like I imagine or, my friends are probably like patting me on the head to like yeah. right, signal totally. this is. This beast is
0: yeah,
3: okay. You're, you're, yeah, your friend that looks devil, like a devil is patting you. Yeah, yeah, the half-devil petting the dire wolf is really not intimidating Fine. at all.
4: Not not flick.
3: Yeah, I'll be, I'll be on the opposite side of the stage.
1: I mean, I was going to offer to like sit on her back and play the banjo from her back, but oh, that's that might fun. be Bria. Might be better that's off doing that one.
3: <laughs> well, uh,
0: all right. So you, you eventually get to get, you know, you get people to stop screaming and running. Um, <laughs> you set up the stones- you get out your instruments, and by that I mean the pan flute, the banjo, and the spoons. And, and the owls. And the, well, that's, yeah. She's okay. warming
2: up. Yeah.
0: And uh, and this ain't no practice. This is <laughs> band performance.
2: Flick, you're also going to do some stuff in the background too, right? You're going to, like, lights and stuff. Me? What, what, what's sure. It called? Like, like, with
0: thaumaturgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I didn't hear you say Flick, and I was like, do you mean me? Cause yeah, I, no. I thought you did too. I was like, that's not on him. <laughs>
0: Nope. <laughs> okay, his um, okay, so my first my first question before we though before we actually get to uh, the performance checks and the actual performance, you all had mentioned that in addition to doing this in order to busk and get money, that you also wanted to do it to sort of weave stories, weave positive stories of the surface, uh, to, you know, just to sort of plant that seed in many people's minds. And I had said last week that, um, yes, I love that idea, and I think that, that your success and it sort of depends on how clever you can be in coming up with lyrics that are not, like, overtly surface positive, right? Uh, but, like, are a little more subtle. So there are two sort of steps to this process and my first step is do any of you have any
3: lyric ideas? <laughs> no no <laughs> okay that's fine I, if you come up with any let me know that was However, truly like 30 minutes ago, and we've been talking most of the time since. <laughs> I I know. Um, which is fine. So uh, what I would like for you all
0: to do then is to make, I don't cleverness checks, right? So maybe this is, maybe for you this is a charisma performance check. Maybe it's an intelligence performance check for you uh, to sort of figure out how to, how to be clever about the lyrics. Maybe it's a, a wisdom performance check because you're really checking in with the audience to make sure that you're not... Sort of crossing the line from subtlety to uh, beating them over the head with it. Basically, what I'm saying is use the ability of your choice and add your performance proficiency if you have it. Maybe it's uh, a dexterity performance. It is not. <laughs> Weirdly,
3: it's not. Yes.
2: Dexterity, please.
3: <laughs> she was performing no. rather nimbly, don't you think? <laughs>
2: yeah. With the spoons? Absolutely. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Ms. <laughs> Dara, what are you complaining about? You have a plus two wisdom, so this will be a plus six check for you if you was have just performance proficiency, which yeah. you also got, uh, because you did a banjo song for me in between episodes. Yes. All right, so, have you all chosen your abilities can, and made your checks? Can I do yes. a
2: persuasion charisma?
0: Uh, if you do it with charisma, sure, I will say that you yeah. can do a persuasion check. Okay. Sure. I don't love it, but sure.
2: And that's what I feel like I'm trying to do is persuade them anyways. Okay, so that's sure. what we're rolling. This is it. This is the roll.
0: I already rolled. I'm scared. I'm going to
1: use Great. one of
3: my
0: new
1: dice.
3: Uh, Flick, what did you get? My charisma performance is a 20 adjusted. Amazing. Great. Kit?
4: I went for a wisdom performance. I'm going to keep an eye Great. on the audience. Uh, it's a mm-hmm. 16.
0: Okay. All right. Uh I Wish I had Uh-oh. inspiration.
4: Um, she's
1: doing a wisdom performance. Uh-huh. Um, but she's slightly distracted. Uh huh. So she rolled an 11.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, That I thought that was going to be way worse. Okay. Not great, but not terrible. Uh, and uh, Bria. Um,
2: I'm doing a stealth performance
0: check. <laughs> no, <you> are- <laughs> well, that's not a thing. That's just two skill proficiencies smashed together without an ability score.
2: I'm doing a persuasion okay. charisma, and that's also an 11.
0: Okay. All right. So two of you did pretty well. Uh, so that will inform my. Uh, my how much y'all get in your in your busking uh, and what that can ultimately turn into in your shopping trip uh, but also obviously your ultimate your your final take is going to be pretty heavily dependent on what we're about to do now which is your charisma performance checks
1: okay so we're just doing flat charisma performance at this point yes
0: normal charisma performance cuz this is how does this show go
4: All right, not bad.
0: All right, Kit, uh, actually, let's do the same order. Flick, what'd you get? A 22. All right, the pan flute is hopping today. Uh, Kit? 14. All right, Biz Dira?
1: 16.
3: Maria?
2: 18. Wow. We did it! Yay!
0: Super ten! You did it!
4: All that practice paid off. Yeah, <laughs> oh you had
2: God. me note that we had one successful band
1: practice. Does this count as like two extras?
0: It, you know what? It does. Great. It does. I feel like
1: people are walking, for more. they're getting no. the, our songs stuck in their head mm-hmm. and singing them, yeah. walking throughout, um, and it's yeah. going to go everywhere. Okay, well, and it's not gonna get excited. be great.
2: Help us, help us, if you can. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill our friends and save the land. <laughs>
0: Now, see, when I asked for subtle lyrics, clearly you did have some up your sleeve. <clears throat> Give right, us magic goes...
2: items in our cup.
0: Okay, so...
3: I can't think of anything that rhymes with cup. I can't think of anything that rhymes with cup. I'm dead. I'm dead. All right.
2: Pup, pup, because we have an awesome singing pup.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who lets me do things? <laughs> I,
0: it's me, ultimately. It's ultimately all my fault.
1: I mean, do we really oh, have a choice? All right, so this is fantastic. I'm a you all mother. do quite
0: well. <laughs> I'm a mother. You all do remarkably well and get get and get a good, a fairly good take. I have to say, I'm not going to tell you how much it is because it has been my goal from recording session one to not interact with the gold economy in this campaign at all. So I'm not telling you how much money you just made. But uh, what I will say is that. Um, uh, the way that the performance goes, the money that you get, the magic item economy here in this particular city of the world below, uh, you all will each get, and I, I will admit straight up we did a little bit of prep for this behind the scenes, uh, but you all will each get a, uh, a magic item uh, of your choice. Uh, and Kit has a few consumable magic items that you all are also going to be able to barter uh, for for some other things. So uh, I know that everyone wants this to be a shopping episode, but we have things to do before next week's episode, uh, which confusingly has already been recorded. Uh, so... <laughs> We're going to very quickly uh, do very short little scenelets of you all getting your items. So who would like to go first with your item? Me. Great, Bria. So you all, uh, you make your money. The crowd goes wild. They're throwing coins help at you. Us, uh, they're th- or at, or maybe they're throwing care. like... Chickens, because maybe it's only a barter economy down here. Who can say? Who cares? Uh, things are getting thrown at you that you can redeem for valuable items and prizes. Uh, and, and you know what? Generally, the sort of the tenor of this uh, of this marketplace sort of is definitely definitely improved. Uh, and the, the everyone's opinions of you and sort of you know you move through the market now with a, a moderate bit of celebrity, we'll say. Uh, and so the first place and we you all come get sunglasses
2: on, instead of our magic items.
3: Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And start like uh, slow the motion first... walking down the streets uh-huh. of this underground city. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I like this. Yes, yes, I do
0: too. So the first sort of uh, market stall or, or shop that you come upon, sort of, uh, it's sort of a novelty shop almost, because quite frankly, they don't, here in the world below, there's not a ton, except for very specific people, uh, for very specific purposes, not a ton of need for like everyone to be armed to the teeth. Uh, But there are certain individuals that do, for various reasons, need to have weapons. Obviously, you know, when you met Talonis, he was part of a sort of defense brigade that was very well uh, trained in weapons. So uh, you come across one of these, like, novelty weapon shops, uh, and you go in, and Bria, I know that you're uh, looking
2: for- What's it called?
0: I will eat your face.
2: (laughs) That's a weird name for a shop.
0: (laughs) Um... This shop is called... uh, So this is... This place is called Rusty's Discount Sword Emporium. Stop. (laughs) Wow.
4: That's
0: incredible. Discount? I know, I don't
4: know. Discount.
0: Well, because you go in and you see that indeed it is mostly like blunted weapons, old weapons that like, rusty weapons know, are finely crafted but what's that, Rust, rusty weapons but that are obviously finely crafted and are display pieces. But the shop owner, Rusty, uh, sees you all come in and immediately is just like, come in the back, because he sees you all decked out in adventuring gear, and in the in back reason, of Rusty's discount sword emporium is in fact uh, the a, nice a fairly... The nice stuff, yeah. Uh, and Bria, uh, you, you know, you barter, you've got your, your, your coin and or chickens from your performance and you were able to agree on a price and what do you procure, uh, Bria? What do I what? What do you procure? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I procure a um, magic shortbow. I, I want to make sure that um, as we're meeting more and more magical people that I have some way to hurt them So that's what I'm going to do.
0: I love it. And what does this magical short bow look like?
2: Oh, um, it is, you didn't tell me to prepare this. Um, you are correct. It is wooden.
0: (laughs) I'm so proud of you. Good. Yeah. Uh huh. Tell me more. Um,
2: and it has, um, uh, almost like etched, um, wreaths of leaves around it. Like it goes all the way around. Um, and then um, it has this really weird symbol on it. It's like a circle, and then there's, like, lines through it, and then there's, like, four circles.
0: On the... Yes, 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 it is. And uh, Rusty tells you that this is, this is quite the storied artifact. It is said to have come from the surface. It was found near an abandoned stone building. <laughs> There oh were God. bodies, it's, it's ancient, and there were bodies of defenders of this building strewn all about, uh, and no sign of what killed them all, but this weapon was recovered uh, eons ago from that storied battle site.
2: Um, and then I'm going to ask if I can touch it, and when I do, wind blows and the lights shatter
0: because, this is not Flick, because
2: Flick creates it to be that. Because he knows it <laughs> makes me happy.
0: You got okay. it. Okay. I will say when you do touch it, you pick it up and you like knock an arrow for the first time. That symbol that we all know so well does glow faintly uh, and sort of seems to steady your aim a bit. You just feel more secure uh, in your in your aim with when that when that symbol is glowing. Great. All right. I like that. All right. So uh, Rusty thanks you profusely. He never thought he was going to be able to unload that very expensive, valuable artifact. Uh, uh, on anyone, uh, and you all continue to meander through the market district. And the next place you come upon is—it's uh, very near to Rusty's, uh, because you know these things do tend to uh, tend to go together. Um, and you—you uh, you find just a few doors down, you find uh, Curious Forge, uh, <laughs> a uh, and <laughs> oh, that
3: broke, this dear. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: God. Ooh, I broke her. It's, All right. It's
1: leftover of Natasha's hideous laughter, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect.
3: Perfect. Perfect residual spell. I don't know
0: why that tickled me so
3: much. <laughs> I'm so glad it did. <laughs> I love it's it. Really okay, hot, uh, this room.
0: so you go into Curious Forge, which happens to be uh, uh, an, a blacksmith and armorer's shop. And the minute that you walk in, uh, the um, the proprietor of this shop, Curious, uh, sees. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, she's the Wouldn't that be Curious's Forge? And
3: barber shop?
0: <laughs> nah, that's too much of a mouthful. Yeah, uh, the barber. proprietor of this shop.
3: That's what I heard is blacksmith.
4: <laughs> What's happening? What is I heard you say it's a blacksmith
0: and barber shop, and I got really confused. All right, so curious, curious greets you all, and uh, and he sort of pauses when he gets to Bizdira, and he says, "Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute." It's a stereotype. You're the one. You're
1: the one! It's you! And she says, uh oh. Y- yes! It's me!
3: He says, she well. just agrees. <laughs> I'll
0: be damned!
3: He, is.
0: he says, I'll be damned! It is you! <laughs> You're the one who saved Stu, yes, a few days ago, yesterday. I don't know. What day is it? I don't know. <laughs> what day is um, it? And it yes, turns out. Uh, That this individual happens to be a very good friend of Stu Lactite's. Uh, Stu and Stu's mining group, uh, they provide a lot of the ores and metals from their mining activities for this smith uh, to create his wares. Uh, And so, so grateful is he uh, that he offers you a big old discount on anything that you want in the shop. Uh, which ultimately is going to get passed on to, I believe, Miss Kit, right?
4: Yes. Um, So, yeah, I think that recently Kit has been feeling like her armor has been taking a beating and it's not protecting her as well as it should, um... And so she's going to go on the hunt for some nice, fancy, enchanted armor that will make her feel less squishy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, this this uh, individual, curious, uh, uh, talks to you about what it is you're looking for, takes your measurements, uh, and, uh, says you, and, and tells you that he's got just the thing for you. And he brings out, in fact, uh, a, a set of leather armor... Uh, that he can make some very brief adjustments to to have fit you well. And he tells you that uh, that this uh, this is also quite, quite. it's like they, they got together and, and started this, but it's quite the storied artifact. Uh, what does this studded leather, first of all, look like, uh, uh, kid?
4: What an excellent question. <laughs> I also did not think about that in advance. I think, actually, <laughs> I'm just going to steal Bria's <laughs> idea. So it looks very similar to my leather armor as it is, but it's got like studying on the shoulders, et cetera. And then on the breastplate, there's also that same symbol that we keep seeing everywhere. And so it's decoratively imbued on the front of the armor.
0: And curious says this is a storied artifact. It was found at the site of a battle on the surface, <laughs> and tells you basically the same it's story.
2: It's like We're just taking the same stuff from one person that died.
0: It's just, <laughs> I know. I look to see this all belonged to Fearin. No. Yeah.
2: God. Wow. That was dark.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. Deep cut. All right. Um, uh, on yeah, our way. Absolutely. On
2: our way out. Um, I'm uh-huh. gonna ask uh, Flick for the bag of holding real quick, and I'm gonna okay. pull out what Bazdira has been working on um, with my shiny shells. Um, uh, the the beetles? Yes. The beetle armor. And I'm gonna be like, Do you think you could do anything with this?
0: And he looks and says, My dear, those are bugs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna say, Oh, yes.
3: <laughs> and she just okay, great. again agreed. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yes. Actually, you're right.
0: (laughs) Hey, everybody. Your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, we stand with Black Lives Matter and our black siblings fighting for justice. That fight is not over just because we're tired. Second of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be masterful if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews on the air as soon as we're able, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes, and the more people we get to listen. It doesn't have to take more than a few seconds, and it really does help us out a ton. We also want to remind everyone that we, of course, still have our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, Like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, discounts on our merch store, and much more. In addition, by supporting our Patreon, you'll also be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. More information on the program and a list of creators that we're patronizing are available on our Patreon page. Right now, though, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them so much for their support. Thank you to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, Tanya, and Sir Mox the Magnificent. To our honorary party member Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders Eugenio Eliyahu of Mert Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, and Misty. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. We're excited to remind you all about our partnership with Codename Entertainment and Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. If you're not familiar, Idol Champions is a completely free idol adventure game featuring your favorite characters from Forgotten Realms lore that's available on Steam, Nintendo Switch, Xbox, PS4, and on the Apple and Google mobile app stores. You can check out the game and more information at codenameentertainment.com. Dot com. And if you do decide to start playing, or if you're already a player, Codename is providing us with a code for a free gold chest that you can redeem for items and power ups in game. The code will be available in the episode notes every week and expires every week when our new episode releases. Check out the game and support the show by using our gold chest codes. We want to thank Battlebards for providing some of the fantastic music that you hear on our show. You can check out their awesome library at battlebards.com. We also use some of Scott Buckley's amazing scores which you can check out at his website, scottbuckley.com.au. And finally, we want to thank Kevin MacLeod at incomptech.filmmusic.io for his music. As always, a list of everything that we use and the artists who create those pieces can be found in the episode notes. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive-thru family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links found on our website and in the episode notes when you shop at those sites so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Finally, as some of you may have seen, The Last Refuge had its first... Third birthday this past Sunday. We cannot believe that it has been three years since we released our first two episodes. We can't thank you all enough for your support, whether that's been listening, retweeting us, joining our Patreon, or any of a million other ways that y'all have made us feel loved and appreciated. We really would have loved to do a live anniversary special this year like we have in the past, but it just wasn't possible this year. We can't, however, let our anniversary go by without marking it in some way. So keep your eyes on our Twitter and Instagram because we're going to be announcing some giveaways and some other fun celebration things in the coming weeks. Better late than never, right? All right. I think that's all the announcements that I've got for you at this point. Thanks so much for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask, and happy gaming, y'all. So you all leave uh, Curious Forge and. Oh, because head his on- name
2: is Curious. Oh. Um, And Mm -hmm. because the last person's name was not fitting of his thing, I think while we're there, we might kind of chat him up since he seems like maybe he has a unique name, like, you know, getting people on our side. Remember that whole thing we were trying to do? Yeah, it yes. seems uh,
0: oddly that he is, though his name is curious, he does seem to be incredibly disinterested in learning much of anything new. He's also, uh, well, I guess he's of the younger ilk since he had a name, as did Rusty.
1: But wouldn't he be kind of innately on our side because of Stu?
0: Yes, he already was on your side, correct. See, so I- you leave this shop and go on. <laughs> the next place that you find is a clothier's shop called Now You Die, D-Y-E. No, uh <laughs> oh, dear is very excited. Yeah, I think she this. insists yes, upon us. Yes, and this in. is in fact where where you find you go in, uh, and this is an older an older person, and uh, so they they adopt uh, a very stilted way of speaking to you all that brings back some. Well, I'll let you all decide what kind of memories they are. But this person speaks like chuckles. The only pronouns they ever use are they, them. Not just for themselves, not just I- whether they're talk- speaking in the first person, the second person, or the third person. They just say they. Uh, so that is what it is. But Bizdira, once you uh, once you get a little used to it and, and sort of, you know, get confused a few times, uh, tell us what you are procure from Now You Die. She's
1: going to go a little muted. She's going to see, like, a... Uh, like a dark green cloak in the corner and just it'll kind of catch her eye and it's going to have some really beautiful like golds like threading patterns along the edges of it. But I think what catches her is like down just in the
0: corner
1: one of the how the a circle em- with
0: some lines. No. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I, like just in the corner, like the embroidery just kind of makes almost a similar pattern. And it doesn't look intentional, but it's it's close enough that she's like, but I want a match too um and she's gonna say like you know may i try this on and she's gonna put it on and immediately just feel strong yeah in it
0: and the clothier says this is a storied." T- no <laughs> <laughs> i can't make that joke for you flick because comedy comes in threes and that's three so sorry yeah. um <laughs> right yeah so uh and this is this is actually uh, the clothier's own handiwork uh, so the the symbol was unconscious, like you said, but does definitely bear a striking similarity to the one uh, that is on the Year Two Sisters' articles of clothing, but is, uh, is, or or sorry, new items.
1: Is this going to be kind of like um, the the Elven cloaks? That will shield us from things when we need to hide, like in Lord of the Rings, which I just rewatched for like the bazillionth time.
0: Hilarious! And actually, no, it's nothing like that because that's a different magic item. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a well, cloak that's... of elven kind. Yes. Uh, this is a cloak of protection that you have, so you do feel stronger, you feel more secure, mm-hmm. uh, and and this uh, this clothier is able to provide you with a cloak of protection. Uh, so, Flick, we get to uh, we, we continue on down, uh, and you just pass shop after shop after shop, and nothing. Nothing catches your eye. Nothing is exciting for you. Uh, but eventually, you get to a well. There's really no other way to describe it other than a a very loud shop. Um, <laughs> the script has me written all over it. Exactly. It is. It is loud, both because there are noises coming from it, but also it is just vibrantly colored, and there are bright things in the windows uh, and the sign above the uh, the sign above the, the the entrance says discount enchanters and your friend okay. Bria had such good luck in a discount store uh, that you decided that that this is this is the place for you so you go in and immediately something catches your eye
3: Flick what is it well for some, for some reason I think Flick is really into um, magical cleanliness um, so he because he hung out
4: Tide It makes sense. Hung out
3: with Tide. He had the stone that he called back last episode that cleaned him up. And so he, um, his eyes, for some reason, um, lay upon this broom. And um, it's about mm, just under his height, like when you hold it up right. And um, it's very ornately carved with different arcane sigils. And a very familiar symbol, maybe near the top of it, maybe. Nobody's saying sure. yes. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, I think he'll he'll go over to it and pick it up and sort of murmur some of the arcane sigils under his breath or something, maybe, seeing if it like gives you an extra sweep or like whatever it is. And he, with two <laughs> hands on it, it just like takes off. <laughs> through the store uh, door, the entrance. And so he's just like hanging up in the air. What level are we on? Uh, you're on middle at this point. So up at the, near the top of the ceiling where the sun changes to dark or whatever that effect is. Uh-huh. So he's like yeah, up yeah. at the very top of the, and he just like looks down and he's like, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> and you do in
0: fact procure yourself uh, a broom of flying. Um Flick, I need you to also make me a wisdom perception check, please. Okay. It's quite good. Twenty-one. So you notice that um the the proprietor of this store goes to like a roll, like a roll where they were gonna wrap up your broom for you, and the roll is empty. And- and they go into the back, and they come out, and they wrap your room up in, like, some patchwork-ass-looking cloth or something, uh, and, and sort of apologize, and they say, Oh, sorry, sorry, I was, I was out of wrapping paper. Anyway, you, I'm sure oh. it won't be wrapped for long.
3: Well, I can actually, I'm going to tell them to keep it, and just, can I put it in my bag of holding? Y'all, I'm trying to give you another magic item. Take the phone. Oh, okay, I'm taking it, I'm taking it, <laughs> I'm taking it. I, 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 I'm, I gladly accept their um, little piece of paper to wrap my broom in. Thanks. Great.
0: Thank you. So you take the the broom out, and of course you immediately want to unwrap it and start writing it. And so as you unwrap it, you realize that it's not a moldery patchwork cloth in your hands, but in fact a robe that has various patches on it that are that look like different things and it seems that this proprietor has mistakenly also as a bonus because your performance was so good uh, given you all a robe of useful items and wow. you all can fight over who gets Kids. it uh, but there <laughs> oh. are there are uh, how many patches on it because there's about 16 patches on it Wow. Um, and some of them uh, you can identify, and some of them are, like, poorly designed patches, so you can't really tell what they are. So if and when you want to rip those off and use whatever that item is, we'll roll randomly on the table. Ooh. Uh, But you also have that robe of useful items. Uh, So you, uh, you know, who, well, we can discuss who's going to get that uh, later. Because the other thing that happens as soon as you step out of Discount Enchanters. uh, Oh, and I must say uh, that those were all fantastic names that I stole from a Reddit post on the D&D subreddit uh, called Let's Make a Big List of Shop Names. (laughs) Uh, So thanks to everyone who contributed to that thread from four years ago uh, to help me find the names of these shops. So uh, you step out, you notice this thing about the robe uh, and the wrapping. And then you hear a commotion coming from, uh, actually from above you in upper.
2: And I look to
1: make sure that Vizdira is with us. (laughs) (laughs) And she'll just kind of shrug and say, it's not me.
3: Oh, I'm, I'm, you said it's on upper. I am truly on my broom and like already up there.
1: Vizdira is running up the wall. And Kit and are
0: going
2: to run like normal humans.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Azimars.
0: Yeah. Mars, Right. So, as each of the three of you ta- makes your way up there, uh, you see that back where you all were in the town center where you did your, your performance, there is an enormous, I, and truly enormous, because you can see it from this far away, a truly enormous banner, and written on this stark white banner in red, you hope it's paint, in giant letters, it's, it's, the banner says, "'We found you, so can the beast.'" stay silent, stay uninvolved, stay alive. And as you all take that in and arrive on upper, there is a bit of a mob that has formed. And they seem uh, they're not like they're not like angry pitchfork wielding, Kill the beast mob. They are what is clearly a frightened mob, and you can see as you get up there that they are heading for one sort of corner of Upper that has some uh, some rather ornate buildings and like larger buildings in that area. And as you follow them there, you sort of arrive. Uh, well, some of you arrive sooner than others, but uh, you all get there, and you realize that this is sort of the district of town and you can see where there's like a town hall what appears to probably be some sort of courthouse and also uh the prison or jail is is probably too generous for what it is but the holding cells that the enclave uh members who have been arrested are probably being held in and this mob is there and they are yelling once they've arrived they've started banging on the doors of city hall and you all can hear that they are yelling for uh, the trial of these traitors to happen immediately. Great. Oh okay. Dear.
1: Can we. Bring, uh, Biz will turn to Kit and be like, hey, Kit, is there any way to get messages out to the people that we've? talk to. Do, do you have, like, a, I know you have Animal Messenger. Can you, like, create animals and then send them out? Or conjure animals and then send them out that way?
2: bizera Yeah. How many people can you manipulate with your key? Eighteen. How many people are in the mob?
0: I mean, more than eighteen, but eighteen would be a significant percentage of them.
1: Is is it time?
0: Ooh. I have moral
1: issues with that. I—I I mean, <laughs> so do I. But I don't. I, I'm
2: just trying to get them to calm down. I right? Don't think no, really that's, the, that's
1: the thing. I don't necessarily want them to sure. like just be like turn around and be like, "Wait, no, this is wrong." Just just get them to like take it down a notch and be like, "Well, maybe let's hear what they have to say."
0: And again, they're not, it's not a pitchfork mob, right? It is, it is clearly a frightened mob, but they have now got this idea of, like, we're in danger. We need to have this trial to get rid of these people immediately. And so they're, like, aggressively, if not
3: violently, right, demanding this. Sure.
2: Yeah, I'm just trying to bring down the mob mentality.
3: Yeah, totally. No, I, I totally get you. I was going to say, I mean, 18 is not an insignificant amount of people if we right. can do that at once.
4: I think we're probably... If our intention with using it would be to calm people down, honestly, that feels like the only time we would ever use this item. Yeah. Want, to, well, want I, yeah. to use it, sure. yeah. Because I don't think we're going to use it to straight up, to manipulate people into obeying us or anything.
0: Right. And it does only last a minute. They don't know... Unlike normal charmed person, they don't know that you've cast magic on them after the fact. Right. Uh, and, and so, you know, you all could like there are ways that you can do it so that the only manipulation you're doing is, just like you all said, is to sort of bring down emotions a little bit yeah. uh, so that you can have a conversation. Well, that I'm down for that.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's 18 people.
0: Uh, and it's a wisdom saving throw and what's the DC on it?
2: While you're looking that up, Flick, is there anything that you can do to make that sign look different? I
4: think we should just take it down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like I can start to use yeah. Mage
2: hand to do that.
4: I think using that to calm people down seems like a good plan, but I think if there's something else we can do to maybe draw their I because I and correct me if I'm wrong, but my interpretation of the situation is that we want to draw their attention onto us so we can calm them down, spread the message, and get and make it so that they don't obviously want to convict our friends. Another
0: right. song. I think that's Yeah, because that's that's the feeling that you're all getting, right? Is that if the trial happens now, right after that banner appeared, it, bad news. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. we're not ready. You need you need some time. I mean, you need some time to go out and talk to more people, but also you need some time to chill.
1: So I don't mind using using okay. it as a way to calm them down, but also bring their attention to us.
0: Okay, so I think a combination of you casting, maybe flick you using a bit of thaumaturgy to just, you know, draw attention, whether it's with a sound or something...
4: Um I also have a spell we could write something in the sky if we have a brief message that we wanted to uh, project.
0: Right. What a goofy spell. Why is it second level? Anyway. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, I can definitely.
2: use I'll use mage exactly. hand to um, to roll up the banner and get rid of it when they move their eyes away.
0: Well, the banner is the banner is way back down like in the center of middle in the town square in middle. so it's not they're not actually looking at it here.
2: Okay, anymore. well, I'll try to whenever we pass it then. yeah, um, for, sure, for sure I don't personally feel like getting up on a pedestal and talking um
0: you personally like you bria don't feel like or you don't feel like you all should
2: i think that they have enough people doing that right now um Uh from like what flicks experience was like i don't i think that i mean we could i just don't think that that's that's my instinct is right
0: i mean the question is do you want to talk to them about the good news of the surface right now or do you really just want to be like look everyone deserves due process and yeah. you know this is your culture your community you should give them the time that they are owed yeah i think which, that's which, the which feels like a safer want. thing yeah yeah which feels like it's it's a safer thing based on what you just said bria right
2: yeah i think that this is it's uh in fact i might speak to if we're gonna be saying something like that i might speak to the fact that that putting them to trial right now is against everything that this community is built on
0: yeah i think that's a great sort of to take. So, Bizdira, you, for the first time ever, grab hold of the Spellbinder, and does it look and, briefly, what does it look and feel like when you access its power and pass this spell over the crowd?
1: So I think that, so it's it's a it's a small amulet. It's not too big, maybe like about the, what, the size of the palm of my hand or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, so she'll grab it, and she'll you'll you see her, like, close her eyes and start kind of mouthing whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll just, I think that they'll they have enough magical energy to feel kind of like a wave pass by them. Sure. And you just kind of start seeing one by one, like everyone's like raising their hands and pumping and blah, 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 blah. And you just see Mm -hmm. them start to like, and you just kind of see like this, like little bit of a calm, like pass through the crowd. And what she does is she doesn't target like the first 18 people that she sees. She uh-huh. targets people throughout the crowd.
3: Oh, I love that. Okay, so, like, little great.
1: clusters of, like, two That's or three smart. people throughout the crowd so that the the overall power of it comes down.
0: That's smart. That's and smart. you just,
1: like, you see this happen in a wave.
0: Yeah. Okay, so a uh, handful of dice, and of of the 18 d20 that I just rolled, only three of them saved because I'm rolling, like, absolute shite today. Yay! Uh, which is fine. Uh, So, yeah, so it it largely works exactly as you describe, you know, individuals around them sort of, and they see you all, right? Like, you have now put at least you, Bazira, need to be in a prominent location where they can see you, because the other effect of this spell is that they regard you in a more friendly way, which will help to, as you said, calm their emotions. So you've got their attention, you've sort of calmed them down, obviously a a chunk of the crowd is still not pleased, but they're at least quiet and listening. Uh, Who's going to speak, and what are you going to say? To, have we
3: officially like grabbed their attention? Per yes, say? I think like, you we have. have. Okay, I think cool. yeah. And you like mind. if you could you could whatever you wanted to. What did you want to do to help grab? Well, attention? I was gonna say I was gonna cast thaumaturgy on my flute specifically, not necessarily my voice to like amplify my oh, voice, okay. but to amplify my flute and and get everyone's attention that way. Just play like a little like doo 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 or whatever it was, you know.
0: Yes, I love that. That is that is what further pulls their attention to Bizdira uh, up there and <laughs> and uh, yeah. Okay, so who's speaking? Honestly,
1: I think it's all of us. I
0: think sure, maybe sure.
2: Biz
1: can start and say, like, these are yeah. my friends okay. and whatever, and then.
0: Oh, yep, yeah, yeah. that's good. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I'll say something along the lines of, like, um, I immediately was like, citizens of Rohan. No. God. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I, da- I, I told you, I just watched it again. Um, I'm going to say, my friends, I understand there's a lot of anger and there's a lot of uncertainty. But But this this is not the way. And then I'll I'll jump in
2: with my thing that I just said, which was essentially that like putting them to trial right now goes against everything that they have worked so hard for and how the community works. And that would be a disservice to this wonderful community that they live in.
4: I'll jump in and I'll say voting now, doing the trial now is playing on your fears, which is precisely what the enemy wants Don't let them take your culture away. Don't let them take everything you hold dear away. Don't let the fear play on you as they wish that it would.
3: And I think just to kind of finish off, I think Flick will say this. Um, Obviously, there is uh, discontent and a lot of energy and passion in this community, and I think, um, you know, we believe that important to harness in, in, in efficient ways. And if we can do that together and we act calmly and rationally and give these due processes the time that they need to work, um, we will all be more satisfied as a community.
0: Great. Let me very quickly have all of you make charisma persuasion checks, please.
3: Uh, rather than giving any one of you advantage, you're all going to do
0: it, and it'll be a group check. Bizdira? Nine. Flick? 24. Nice kit. 15. And Bria? 16. So, group check, you're fine. So uh, to sort of, uh, we'll, we'll montage a little bit of the next few minutes, uh, you know, people call out, uh, in, in, in both in agreement and in fear and disagreement. Uh, there's a lot of questions about the banner, right? Who did that? Who put it here? Who found us? Are we in danger? Uh, and, you know, if you all indicate that you don't know, uh, there are calls and demands by, you know, a portion of the crowd that you all find out. Uh, because, you know, if you want them to wait and they're in danger, then you better know how to protect them, you know, that sort of thing. But eventually, uh, I, w- w- if, you all, uh, uh, if you all agree to do a bit of investigating on their behalf, do you agree to that? Yes. <laughs> okay, <he great>. <laughs> okay, so in that case, uh, you know, eventually your, your pleas and your logic uh, is enough to agree to let that, to agree to... Uh, not to do the trial today, but they want it soon. They're because Unless you can provide evidence that they are not in imminent danger, right? Because remember, they're not used to anything like this. This is suddenly a, th- a threat on them as a community and as individuals, and they have Pretty much never experienced that. I
2: don't. I think so, that this is positive for us, actually.
0: So you know, it's not. It doesn't have to be tomorrow, but they don't want to wait a whole seven more days because they they are afraid that in seven days there won't be anyone left. And so you know, that's that's what that's what they demand. That's sort of where you all leave it as the crowd begins to disperse. Uh, a few of them stay behind and, and maybe briefly chat with you, Kit. Uh, uh, you feel a little tugging on the back of your your clothes, uh, and you turn around and there's. Uh, there's a, a, young, a young person there uh, who hands you a little slip of paper and then runs off.
4: Ooh, I read it. Uh,
0: the peeps of paper is written in a very florid hand, uh, and it says, They hope the druid is doing well. They have brought many farmers to their side, but there are some who are not a part of their collective. If the druid wishes these farmers support, it would be best if the druid spoke to them directly. Uh, And it is signed the collective and you can see that the artificer has uh, sort of done their own little uh, signature in the corner.
4: Cool. Um, Yeah. So I think after reading that, I know who I have to go talk to. I mean, I continue the work that I was doing with um, the tinkerer and go back and talk with more of the farmers. And I'll I'll tell my, my friends that.
0: Sure, sure. So that does leave the three of you then, uh, if, if uh, I don't know if you all want to split up, if you want to work together to try and find some answers for the community about this banner. I'm I, Splitting up, uh, as we have seen for you three, tends to be dangerous for your mental health. Yeah, I've so, been uh, nodding <laughs> no
2: this whole time. No, we're, we're staying together
1: for our health and the health of the people that Vizdira
0: that is near. we might
3: encounter.
1: I, <laughs> I was going to say, I was fine. I had a great chat with Stu. But sure. yeah, the... The almost killing someone aside.
3: All right. Okay. And us being killed. (laughs) And
0: yes. And you being yes. Sure. Okay. So Kit has Kit has a very specific mission that she needs to go on. uh, But the three of you can try and gather information, figure out, uh, do a little bit of research, make sure that the community isn't in imminent danger, or if they are, uh, how you can maybe avert that danger or at least put it off uh, long enough that you all can have this trial. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week. Ooh. Thanks so okay. much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out, uh, I think we're going to do Kit's little adventure first. So to find out what new farmer Kit meets and whether or not they have as delightful a day as they did before or as <laughs> Kit's friends hope, maybe less of a delightful day just so that it's fair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at D-N-D Last DNDlastRefuge. That's at d. The letter N, D, Last Refuge. If you have more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what virtual cons we may be attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bastira.
4: Kit. Bria.
0: And Flick. Happy gaming, y'all.
2: Honestly, I could go on and on. I could explain every natural phenomenon: the tide, the grass, the ground. All oh, that was Maui just messing around. I killed a I buried its guts. Sprouted a tree. Now you got coconuts. What's the lesson? What is the takeaway? Don't mess with Maui when he's on a breakaway. And the tapestry here on my skin—it's a map of the victories I win. Look where I've been. I make everything happen. Look at that mini-me Maui just ticking to the top. Hop, 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 hop. Hey!